The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the sponsor, Key Marine Center. You're going to need a bigger boat. Pensacola, you are listening to Boat Smart, and remember, money can buy you a boat. It can sure buy you service work and that kind of stuff, too, to keep your mm-hmm. boat on the water. You are listening to Boat Smart. It is a call-in show. You can call us at 850-437-1620. Key Marine Center of Northwest Florida is our sponsor. Key Marine located at 5621 Bower Road here in Pensacola. The phone number 850-492-0487. Key Marine Center dot com is the website and you go on there and check out all the motors they have for sale also the consignments that they have so you can get a good deal on consignments as well they just got a a good website that you can go on there and just uh, pick out what you need and if you don't know what you need you can give them a call or stop by and uh, they would be more than happy to help you they have yamaha and mercury engines in stock ranging from 9.9 to 200 horsepower so if you're in need of an engine that is the place to go. So call call Key Marine out there on Bower Road at 850-492-0487. Remember, Key Marine is your Yamaha, Mercury, and Suzuki Repower Center. Key Marine specializes in service and repair on all Mercury, Mercruiser, Yamaha, and Suzuki products. And you can also check them out on Facebook as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Great place to do business. I, you know, I, don't, I say it every so often. I've known Mickey, the owner of Key Marine, uh, as long as uh, I've been in this industry. So we both have a long uh, time in industry, 38, 40 years, something like that. You know, I've known him for a long, long time. And I know that he cares about his customers as well as his employees. And he tries to do the right thing all the time. So check out Key Marine. It's a great place to do business. I'm the Marine instructor over at Georgetown Technical College. Georgetown located at 2400 Longleaf Drive, GeorgetownCollege.edu. Check out the chat feature on there. You can get a hold of anybody out at George Stone. And uh, that's the best way to, to get a hold of people is that chat feature. Uh, they did get a new phone system, which I'm loving it because now I can check messages from anywhere in the world. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah, and we have our own direct lines now. And uh, they upgraded our phone system, and I like it. Uh, it's working really well for me. Uh, and other people, we can transfer calls now. So if they do get a wrong number or a long, wrong extension, I can – transfer it and all that kind of stuff i'm not i've never been good at that i hang up on people every single time i try to transfer out of the studio i'm like oh hold on just one second i'll transfer you over and it's, yeah, i don't know hello? if i am transferring because i don't hang around so you know <laughs> maybe i'm not but hey there's a transfer button on there i'm going to use it right so, you know right. but i'm always trying to help people it don't matter if they call me about another program or whatever mm-hmm. so we've been busy over it uh, we only had three days this week of students i had monday off we had teacher planning day so I just planned a day off. <laughs> you know, that's a good plan. Yeah, that's a good plan. <laughs> and uh, we came back, and I'm telling you, last night we were doing our "What did you learn?" And I was telling my students, I was like, 
wow, one of my students said, well, it was a short week this week. And what I learned was, and I was like, short week? I feel like I've been here for two weeks straight, <laughs> you know, without even going home. And that's right. how we've been rolling over there in the, in the Marine service class. So it's been very, uh, very, uh, lots of learning going on and a very exciting time. And we're just having a, a good time over there. We're getting ready for March uh, to uh, bring in new students. And uh, I had a student come in. Uh, I've been talking about him. He came in from Nebraska and he's going to take my class and he's already moved here, ready to go. And he wanted to do a tour and meet me before uh, he came in. And I met him on Wednesday, and we did the walk around. I, and I'm telling you, he was like ready to go to class that day. Hmm. By the time we did the walk around and talk and everything, you could he, you could tell he's antsy. He's like, you know, can I start the day kind of thing, you know? And it's it's really cool to have students that are coming in that are excited to get into class, you know. And 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 I I, I have another student that I, that I toured uh, a few weeks ago. That remember y'all? I, I had Charles, uh, my previous student, brought him in. And, and uh, he's starting in March. So I'm only going to have two students full-time starting in March, which is not, you know, it's not unusual to have start two uh, rather than four or eight or whatever. But, you know, usually our big numbers come in August when we start the new school year. So I'm starting two, and it's probably going to round off my, uh, my school year as we go in, into the uh, end of the season, if you will, for school kind of stuff. Because really, you think about it, we're March – April, May, bam, we're out, you know, and uh, we have a uh, spring break coming up in March. So that's a week out of our schedule that we're not going to be there. And uh, so the year will actually uh, go quickly. And with all that getting going quickly, I'm trying to transition students into jobs. I'm trying to transition students, uh, you know, into, uh, into the classroom like we are in March. And uh, these two new students that are coming in together – after interviewing them, I really believe that they're going to be a, a team that's going to be that's going to do a great job in the classroom, and uh, I'm excited about that. And, and I like when new students come in, especially the ones that come by and meet me and talk to me about that. So you know, last week we were talking about uh, are you teachable, and you know, and I think everybody can learn. And no matter, and we're not really talking about people with disabilities or anything, but although we do have people that come through our classes that have disabilities, I had a student that had a wheel, it was in a wheelchair at one time and he came into my class and, and he was there for about a week. And, uh, uh I'm sorry, before he was there about a week before he asked a question mm. to me. And his question was, do you think I'll ever be able to really get a job and working on boats? And, you know, my answer to him was, you could do whatever you put your mind to, and the and what I can guarantee you from me is I'm willing to do whatever it takes to help you, you know. Yep. And when students come in, that's kind of my my the way I look at things. And uh, but we're not talking about that kind of situation. We're just talking about the basics of learning, mm -hmm. you know. So this week I kind of wanted to touch on what uh, the students that are teachable, the, the traits of a student. That seems to be successful in my classes and other classes. And number one, I put in there, show up for class. <laughs> it's important. Yeah, but, you know, you think that would be a given, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, and as we were ending the show last week, I started to talk about, are you actually ready to go to class? You know, because if you have a lot of stuff going on in your life that you can't go to class and be there, 
you probably should rethink your time frame. You know, don't give up on it. Don't say, okay, you know, I, I can't do that. But you need to make a plan, right? These two new students have plans coming into my class. They have a plan. They, and we've been, I've been working with the one from Nebraska for several months. So his plan, we're working a plan. So showing up to class is very important, of course, but you need to make sure that you can do that if you're going to enter a class. And it doesn't matter if it's a George Stone or a college or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. You should have your life in order and understand that you need to devote time yeah. to learning priorities right? yeah, yeah you got to prioritize and you have to be able to do it financially as well yeah you know um sometimes that becomes an issue yeah but there's lots of help out there there's lots of help out there we have grants and and pell grants and, and va grants and things like that and so you know you really got to consider all that and transportation right wow that's another one you mm-hmm. know and sometimes we do have transportation issues with students where their truck or car breaks down or they don't have. I have one student in particular Ubers to school most of the time. Mm, you it's know? not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. And I guess if you don't have a car payment or whatever, you know, maybe that's insurance. It, yeah. You know, it's probably mm-hmm. as cheap or whatever, right, to get an Uber. But that's that's what that student does. And uh, some, sometimes they'll send me a message. I'm running a little late. My Uber's late, running late, but they're never late. I'm like, you told me you're going to be late, but you're not late. You know, I know I wanted to pre-warn you just in case. <laughs> hey, that's good. You know, that's good. Yeah. So we talk about eagerness to learn. Right. And again, we went back to being too eager, you know, right. too fast and all that stuff. Too excited. Yep. Uh, and, and being excited is good. The two new students that I'm bringing in, that's probably going to be my first thing. I have to settle on down a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to work on that a little. You know? Yeah, you can't blame them, though. No, no, you can't. And, and and it's okay to be that way, but you got to be able to settle down and move into the classroom at a good pace and make it happen, right? Mm-hmm. Successful students in, in my class and other class, they, they take detailed and organized notes. Very important. I talk to my students about note-taking quite often. Mm-hmm. And note-taking is important in my classroom as much as it is when you're working in a field you're out in the field working because technicians as they work on different projects different boats they need to take notes as they go and the notes are very good for several reasons for in classroom it's good to take notes so you can always go back and review them and when you take notes especially hand notes i think if you write a hand note it's it re, you retain information better if you write it versus mm-hmm. typing it or that kind of thing, but in the field, uh, technicians use notes to document repairs, to help upsell customers, to be able to take their notes and pass them along to another person that may be taking over that job. Right. So good note taking is very important in my classroom. And it not only helps you in the classroom, it will help you when you transition out into the field uh, where they do take notes and, and information and gather serial numbers and boat serial numbers and, and all part numbers and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So writing, taking notes is very important. Again, this is a call-in show. You, you don't have to, it don't have to be on this subject. You can call us and text us a question or a comment. 850-437-1620 is the number. I'd love to hear from y'all. Just give me a call or a text. 850-437-1620 is the number. Um, talking about the, the study habits, right? Um, do they study away from school? I tell my students, all, my new students coming in and my students, I have so much information that you cannot possibly 
use all that information in the time frame that you have in this classroom, 1,350 hours in, in seat time in my classroom, if you want to call it that, right? You're mm -hmm. supposed to be in class. But with your learning experience that we're doing in the classroom and all the other information that I have to provide, you can't get it all. So studying from home is a, a big deal. You should mm -hmm. take that extra effort if you're that serious about doing this, right? Right. right. I think that's very important that students do that. Do, do, all, do students typically do that? Probably not. Hmm. You know, probably not. Lots of distractions. But the ones that have a plan and the ones that are really thinking, okay, this is the, I'm going to go to school from this time frame, and I'm planning on go to work in this time frame, and this is the place I want to go to work at, and this is where I want to end up when I go to work there. Those students take notes. They study. They, you know, they, they just go the extra mile to make that happen. Right. You know, so studying uh, away from school is a good is a good sign that a student really wants to make progress. And it shows passion too. you know, they're they're passionate about the topic, the subject, and they want to, you know, excel. We had Lou Ferrigno in the studio yesterday, and that was his main point was, you know, you got to find something you're passionate about and just go at it, you know, because you can't buy time. You can't live in the past. You just got to move forward and find whatever that is that gets you up out of bed. That's right. And, and, and a lot of times that that's what drives you, you know, mm -hmm. and yeah, you know, I feel like I'm passionate about what I do, you know, as far as mm -hmm. teaching and stuff. And right. I think that's what I'm kind of supposed to do. So that's what I do. Yeah. And I try, and you know, I'm, I would never call myself an expert in all this stuff. I don't really, I would. you know, <laughs> the things that I learn is like life lesson kind of stuff. And I kind of, you know, inject that into my classroom, uh, jobs and stuff like that, you know, and, and, uh, but, you know, as far as formal training and all this, I'm learning this as I go and I'm trying to pass it along and things that work for me, you know, I hope works for students too. Mm -hmm. Everybody learns in different ways, you know, but these are just traits that I see that helps my students to move forward. Um, they go back and study notes that they've already written. Uh, we did a, uh, what was the little game we play? There's a, uh, I can't remember, uh, cahoots. You ever heard of a cahoots? It's, I haven't heard of that game. It's a, like a trivia. You can you can do a quiz on online, okay? And it comes up on the screen, and everybody can log in. And like you can put questions in there. And what you can do is like a multiple choice, true or false, whatever kind of questions. You can put 10 or 15 questions in there. And it's timed. So you get for every time the, the question comes up, it's timed how long the students have. They do this from their phone or a computer or, or you know, or a iPad or whatever. They log in. And we do uh, a cahoots game, and I usually give away a Mercury hat, a Yamaha hat, you know, then I give away a lesser gift for second place and, a, you know, a lesser, lesser gift for third place. And all my students play the game. It's fun to do. I enjoy it, it watching looks, them do it that, looks right? fun, yeah. But it's a way for them to actually go back. So last night I did a uh, game that I did. It was called Marine Service 101, which is the very basics of Marine Service that we mm -hmm. teach in the very beginning, right? So all my students right now have been there for a while. You would have thought they all would have aced it. Right. Right. But to my surprise, when we played the game Kahoot, there were several students that missed questions like, and I was going to look and I'm going, mm. what? Are you kidding me? Yeah, that was day one stuff. You know, I, and I think the, I, I told them, I said, you know, we need to do this game every day. And you need to start going back to your notes every day and studying because what happens is the time frame from the time they started till the time they, you know, uh, get to the end of class, they 
forget, don't retain that information. So when we played cahoots last night, I was like, I was kind of like, I can't believe that y'all don't know this very basic answer to this question. Uh, you know, and so that's what I'm talking about as far as going back and studying the notes that you take, right? Go back, study the notes, read the notes, and that kind of thing. I had a student in my class one time that he was a uh, butcher for uh, a, uh, I'm not going to, a supermarket butcher, okay? I'm not going to give the name of the supermarket, but he was a, a supermarket butcher. He's a butcher there, and he made good money. Apparently, butchers make good money, and I probably told this story a hundred times on the show, but he wanted to to get a job in the marine industry and he already had a place picked out where he lived. He lives up in Alabama uh, and he wants to get a job at his location. So he had his whole plan worked out and it was kind of funny. One day I was talking to him and, and about it and how his study habits and stuff. And he says, and he says, I study while I'm on the toilet sometimes, <laughs> you know, Hey, I mean, know, it's, it's valuable time <laughs> in your day. Right. He's not wasting his time. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I was like, that's a great idea. Yeah, just, know? I don't so, want to touch your notes, though. Yeah, I don't <laughs> want to touch your notes and none of that stuff. But that's what he told me, you know. He said, I take every opportunity. What it means is he takes every opportunity to learn as much as he can. And now he is a service manager at a large dealership making tons of money. He's spending time with his family on the weekends. He has a job that, you know, he only has to work during the week. Great benefits and all that. But that's how he planned it. And his part of his tactic was to study after he left, you know, the classroom, it, his schooling wasn't from 2.15 until 9 o'clock at night, Monday through Thursday. It continued on after the fact. You know, when I, I went to uh, Mercury and Yamaha schools and stuff when I was working for dealerships, and it, it was really crazy to me to see these younger people, even older people, go to class with me uh, at these schools, and right after class, they'd want to go out and, you know, have fun, right? Me, I'd go back to the hotel room yeah, and I'd get my notes out because we always got homework. Mm -hmm. And I took it very seriously because when, when Friday came and I want to take that final exam, I wanted to make sure I was not the one that failed that exam. Right. I sure didn't want to go back to my employer and say, hey, I failed the exam, right? Mm -hmm. But I wanted to make sure that when I was done of that week that I had some, 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 valued, you know, some value in education there that I learned something and by going – back to my hotel room, studying my notes and doing the, the uh, homework that they gave me, it made me much more successful, not only for that week, but also when I went back to uh, my place of business where I was working. And a lot of times these notes that you write, you may go, wow, I don't know when I'll ever use these, but six months down the road, you find a time where you're working on a motor and you go, hmm, I kind of remember that. Let me go back through my notes. And sure enough, there it is in your notes. You run into this problem. This is what you should look for. And those notes actually help you troubleshoot. Yeah. Right? So going back and studying the notes, it helps with retention of information. And I think that's probably the most difficult is to retain information. And I proved it last night with my Cahoots game, you know. Right, yeah. To retain that information. I'm amazed that I can even re retain the phone number in her 850-437-1620 give us a call or text if we need to have to ask the question or anything mm -hmm. but 850-437-1620 i'm amazed at how much information i retain mm -hmm. 
So I'm thinking I got to push some stuff out to make that happen. I can't remember people's names or, right. you know, stuff. I can remember phone numbers like crazy. I don't know why that is. <laughs> you hear a doorbell, you're like, what's that? Yeah. That's <laughs> right. What is that? I forgot. I can't even remember if I wash my hair when I get in the shower. That's how short my <laughs> memory is. But these little things that I've learned through the years, I have retained them uh, in my memory bank and they're useful, you know, in my classroom. So going back, taking notes, studying notes, Jeff. Jeff uh, Kilgore from Mercury Marine, he's, he comes to my class. When he talks to him, he says, take notes, take notes, take notes. He is an advocate for taking notes, and it surprises him to see students that don't take notes. So taking notes and going back and studying them. Um, are you willing to perform the same task over and over again? That's a great question. Mm-hmm. Well, Mr. Schmidt, I've already done a water pump repair. I've already done a water pump. I already changed gear lube. I already changed oil. I already, you know. How many times have you done it? I've done it once. Well, I would suggest you do it again. Right. And again and again. So many times in my classroom when I'm teaching a water pump repair uh, where they take, have to take the gear case off, put the water pump together, and then put the gear case back on and run the motor, to their surprise, I will go, do it again. Because the first time around, I'm helping them, right? I'm giving them information. I'm giving them uh, little tips and stuff as you do it. And then I'll say, do it again. And with that, even if it's the same motor, right? It's the same motor, same technique, same. They find that that, that becomes easier the more times they do it, right? Because it becomes second nature almost, yeah, right? Like mental muscle memory. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's like playing a guitar or playing drums, right? Same thing, right? You do it and do it and, and you learn how to do that, right? And uh, I've been trying to play guitar my, most for my last 20 years, and I, I don't because... I put it down after a while. Mm-hmm. Something comes up, you know. I'm a bad example. <laughs> you got to play every day. You got to play yeah. every day. You got to mm-hmm. study every day. You got to get into it every day, okay? And here's another one. Do they work well with others? This is a this is a difficult one. Yeah. Um, You know, I'd rather work by myself. I'd do better by myself. You know, that kind of thing. And when you think about that, when you go to work someplace, do you work by yourself? Nope. Nope. Most of the time you don't, unless you're working from home, mm-hmm. right? And I, f- I feel bad for people to work from home most of the time. But, you know, you have to be able to work with others. Right. And so many times I'll have a student that doesn't want to work with others, and it's really difficult. I'm going to have a hard time with this transitioning those students to work together. Um, there could be all kinds of reasons for that. Maybe, you know, it's, it's just they're not their nature to you know to communicate or whatever mm-hmm. uh maybe they're the boss right you know that kind of mm-hmm. thing that's stuff you have to settle down you know that, that they're overbearing uh with other students and they maybe they get to a point of the other students don't even want to work with them maybe they just don't have the ambition to work with other students that kind of thing but in our class and the way we do things we have to be able to work together because most projects are two to three people right yeah so working together and working with others is so very important and it's it's and i have to have talks with students about that at the point hall you know you got to work with a student you know you got to be able and it's not really a a lot of times, not a getting along kind of situation where you, I don't get along with that student or anything like that. It's just something they to, just don't want to do it. Yeah, you have to put that aside, and uh, you know the professionalism is what you're looking for. And how would the show be if I didn't want to work with you in here? 
Well, you could do the show by yourself. <laughs> I don't you know really about could, that. but <laughs> the yeah. the music would be all messed up. You know, <laughs> the conversation with myself phone. would be really bad. You know, yeah. but you have to work well with others. So these are traits that I think are important. You know, uh, for students to be successful in my class and, and any kind of technical class. And I wrote a bunch of different notes down here, and we're not going to get to them today. Yeah, next but, time, you know, as you go through and you start thinking about going to class and things like that, think about these things are you ready do you have time can you be committed to it uh are you willing to go the extra you know mile to make something happen to be successful for yourself mm -hmm. that kind of thing and i think that will help students in any classroom be successful and uh, later on in life you know and later on life you're always going to you know, meet people that you have to work with in your life at some point. You may not like them very much, but you know, you got to do it. Yeah. You know, there's, you, you have to get along with everybody. You have mm -hmm. to do the best you can. And yeah. you know, and it's just, that's how it is. Here we are at the end of the show again. Here we are. There's that music. Flies by. Yep. <laughs> Thanks to our sponsor, Key Marine Center of Northwest Florida. And thank you for listeners. And uh, we'll be back in here next Friday. Yes. KeyMarineCenter.com. Uh, also check out Georgetown Technical College online. Stefan, thank you so much. Thank you much. We'll see you next week.